Welcome to Bon Jovi Discussions. I got my buddy Kevin, and we just heard the new fucking Bon Jovi song, Legendary. And we literally just heard it five, ten minutes ago. And before we started this video, we just started fanboying over. And, dude, I am, like, so fucking pumped about it. So, like, <laughs> this episode right now, I'm just letting all that excitement and energy just unload here. So, bear with me. But, dude, I am so blown away you know like i was worried how, how i don't want to get into that but like i, I was, i'm just so happy about it because it, it's incredible yeah, I can tell. let me shut up for a second and let you put your quick <laughs> piece in before we actually dive into it a little bit what do you think of it listen this is all this is I, I first off i loved it um it's everything i love in you bon jovi um and rather than you are stuff of bon jovi and for me, you know, I've always been a fan of the newer stuff rather than the older stuff because I grew up with the newer stuff. So, yeah, yeah like Living on a Prayer, Bad Name, great, cool. But for me, like I gravitate more yeah. towards 2000s, post-2000s. Yeah. Um, but this was just, you know, for me, like I, I really liked it. This gave me like When We Were Us kind of energy uh, um, yeah. mixed with I Get a Rush and a little bit of Thief of Hearts, just like the melody, just like the rhythm part of it. Dude, I I'm not just saying this. I actually was going to say the same thing to all three songs. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> no way, really? Listening, this was not rehearsed or anything. I was actually going to, I had, I was going to say the same thing. All three of those songs combined, I, I felt like. The, I get a rush, I kind of get that in the chorus. Uh, the Thief of Hearts, the, a little bit of the rhythm, the melody. And the Would We Were Us, the kind of the drum-driven, nostalgic feel. But Yeah, and also the lyrics for yeah, it. Because yeah. it's like, he's happy you know because I, I i couldn't understand all the lyrics yeah uh, because you know this isn't the full studio version which will yeah i i don't know why we didn't get that today like we sure have gotten that today i i, I know um, the fact that we have to wait a month minimum yeah. minimum a month to hear it that's kind of disappointing yeah so before we get into the song so the other day the band was rehearsing and they played or they showed the new song to a few music executives and stuff. And they posted on Instagram with their picture with the band that the new song was coming out in March. And then someone else posted the new album is coming out in March. And I, I have a hard time believing the album is going to come out in March. I really do just because they just finished recording and for bands to really sell an album and climb the charts, you have to have the digital out. You have to have the CDs out, the vinyls. So you know, they have to still mix the album. They have to finalize things, get to the record company. They have to manufacture all the CDs and vinyls and promote it. I don't think we'll get the album until summer, but that's a different topic. Maybe but, like in May, because um, they put the first single out in March. Yeah. Could get it by, I mean, still yeah. like it, nowadays we get a lot of, um, like the album could, the first single could be announced and a lot of rap guys do that, yeah. where they'll announce a single and then the album will come out three weeks to maybe five weeks or maybe six weeks later. Yeah. So I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to wait until next month to get I this know. new song. It, it's so fucking good. And I, I want to get into it. The, the So I think I've listened to this song probably like five times before we started this chat. And like the message that I get from it is pretty much being content with who you are. And like pretty much John saying, this is who I am. I'm happy with where I am and, 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 and so on. And, um, you know, I guess we'll start with the intro that I love David's piano intro there. 
And then the way, you know, the the whole band comes in back in vocals, the whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I know I sound just like them. <laughs> yeah, you could you could definitely fill in. Um you could you could you could do what Tiss is doing when you know, hopefully the stay comes later. Yeah. As late we can let's delay it as as much as we can. Yeah. But you know, when John Bon Jovi's ready to hang it up, you can just take over. Oh yeah, they won't tell the difference. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. You're just better looking. Yeah, John's better looking and John's a way better singer. Anyway, uh, and then I love the way that it's so drum driven. You know, it's like in your face, heavier drum sound. And then, you know, I want to get into John's vocals here. I I think John sounds phenomenal. Like I was, and I'm not saying that just because Bon Jovi is my favorite band and I'm not trying to be biased or anything. I am literally impressed. I absolutely am. I thought, and you know what else was so great about that performance too? Was and, and for anybody that is listening on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify, or wherever I put this podcast, if you haven't listened to this video, go to my Twitter, Jerry Braden92, or it's called X, whatever you want to call it these days. I have the full video posted, and you're going to be blown away. And like the entire time that I've watched this performance, John just has such this confidence, you know, like proud of himself. I just, I just love you should it. Be. He's not struggling. He's just happy. And obviously it's a big night for him because he's performing this person of the year. And he's just happy, confident. And and that really made me happy to see. You know, seeing my favorite singer, my favorite band performing 40 years later, having the time of their life. Man, that's just awesome. Yeah, man. Like that like to be featured on something like for something like that is such a big feat. Like he got had Bruce Springsteen play with him, which is like his was one of his childhood heroes. Um he so many other legendary bands, obviously like the Goo Goo Dolls, I'm very biased towards them for obvious reasons. I uh, really love those guys. Um, you know, Jelly Roll, like this guy is one of the biggest names in country music right now. Yeah. Um, you know other country stars like Melissa, I think Melissa Etheridge is yeah. country. Um, yeah. But like having all these people just sing your songs is the biggest, it's such an honor, really. It really is. And, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Just to I, make I to have made it to that point, it's just an incredible thing, you know. Exactly. I don't, I don't want to stray away from the song, but I, I do want to say, I think that's why he's so prideful tonight, because tonight's more of a celebration of mm-hmm. what he's accomplished and stuff. But I want to get into, so the verses are kind of, you know, because it's just recorded audio, so it's kind of hard to make out the verses. But what I've, what I got so far, I, I like how it starts. Who are, who are you and who am I? Ever think we could ever fly? I, I, I want to kind of back up just for a second, too, because the song is called Legendary. So you can kind of think of it as two ways. You can think of it as 40 years of nostalgia of him growing up to be who he is today, what made him and, you know, why he's proud to be who he is today. You could also look at it, and, and I kind of get a sense of both of these. And the second way is like, you are legendary. You are re- kind of like welcome to wherever you are. You're exactly where you're supposed to be kind of kind of way. And so when I when I read that, when I hear those first two lines, who are you, who am I, and everything we could ever fly, I think that kind of means like, can you imagine f- you know, five guys from Jersey made it? You know, that's how I interpret it, at least, you know. You you could you could do it in so many different yeah and and, and that's the beauty of songwriting I know it's, I know John said this before and you know as a guy that's written some songs too like yeah. I totally get it where um you know 
you write a song, right? And it means one thing to you. And then, you know, it's up to you to determine the meaning, the meaning rather. Uh, sorry, I'm really tired. Um, it's okay. I better slip up. Um, so it's up, I think Meatloaf told you the same thing. It's like, um, you know, you asked him about a song when you met him and he wouldn't tell you the meaning of it because of, you know, he wanted you to interpret it. And that's kind of what it is here. So for you, that could mean one thing, but to me, like who are you and you who am I um ever think we could fly? Is that is that we, what the lyrics we could ever fly, yeah. I think you know the verses, um, because like as a songwriter myself, like that's how I would write it. It's like it's almost like, you know, the I like being okay with who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like being okay with your identity. Um, you know, having a let me think about this for a sec, having a grasp of like knowing who you are basically. And yeah. then you know the chorus is about him, basically. That because that's how I would write a song like that, if yeah. that makes sense. And, so I kind of get that where he's going, what where he's going with that. If that makes yeah, sense. Absolutely, and, and I want to kind of get into the chorus because I think the chorus is my favorite part of of the yeah. song, and I've deciphered most of this. And I I could get a liner here wrong, but I want to read the whole chorus because I think it's so good. Got what I want because I got what I need. Got a fistful of prayers and stand up and stand up and believe. Where I am is where I want to be. Friday night, because I write like a song. Sweet Caroline, as we all sing along. Got my brown-eyed girl, because she believes in me. I, I just think that's phenomenal song, right? Like, like, even just like me saying it, you know, it feels like pure poetry. And I, I don't know. I just think it's, you know, and obviously, I think the brown-eyed girl is obviously Dorothea. And I, 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 I kind of, I want to know who wrote... I, I think I saw the song credit the other day. I don't know if it was from a reliable source though, but I think it was John Shanks and Billy Falcon. I could be wrong on that, but that chorus sounds a lot like what something John would write by himself. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What, what did you think of the chorus? That was my favorite part of it because, you know, the thing with writing choruses, sorry, the thing with writing choruses is that you gotta make him short sweet and it's gotta be like an anthem that's yeah. specifically how it is with bon jovi choruses like look yeah. at um you know like this house is not for sale even when we were us um you know and beautiful drug um any of the any, because we can uh it's just has like a very clear message and it's you know the verses are a bit longer from a words perspective uh but the choruses are just very you know it's kind of like a punch that's and he's kind of doing that in the song. It's like this anthem. Like you can, you can relate. Anyone can relate to that song. Like anyone, you know, like right now, like I'm really proud of where I'm at in my life. Yeah. Um, exactly. And I hear that and I'm like, okay, like I'm picturing myself. Obviously I don't have a brown eyed girl yet. Um, but, uh, you know, I like that part, I got what I want. Cause I got what I need. It's like, it just hit me right over here, you know? Yeah. And I also love the way that that chorus ends too, because the music fades out and then he he goes legendary and then the music comes back. And I, I think that was a pretty cool thing. There's no, and we I know we're still in the early stages of hearing this song. So maybe a guitar solo will be added, you know, like even like live later on, they might do it, but there's no guitar solo here. Dude, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, um, I For did. a song like this, like you don't. investigator. <laughs> I just haven't digested it enough yet. That's yeah. the thing. I've only heard it like three or four times. Yeah. Uh, so, and plus this wasn't in like 
the best quality as well. Yeah. So that, but look, certain songs, like they don't, not every song needs the big guitar solo. Exactly. And, and, and you're right, because I think this song here, I, I don't think it really needs a guitar solo. I really don't. As much as I want one. Yeah. This I they Doesn't you can't get away without without one on this one, you know. And you'll get people that will bet all it needs a guitar solo. Does it? You know. I mean, obviously, you know they could probably put something that might be a good filler, you know, maybe something light. But but still, I I think it it's kind of good the way that they did it here. You know, the, the second chorus is done with, and then it goes into this little bridge and stuff. And you know, he does a few. He repeats the first verse, and it goes back. And I think that's perfect. I really do. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I'm sure there's other, you know, really we'll we'll be we'll get some good Phil X guitar licks on it for sure. I'm I'm very confident about that. So this is just the first single. So uh anyone that's gonna anyone that's gonna bitch, chill the F out, basically. So but this but, this song is perfect the way it is. Yeah. So the last thing I'll say too is you know, at the very end, you know, John does his famous, you know, guitar stance where he you know he stands and he'll hold his guitar up and you know, let the music fades out. And, and kind of going back to that confidence thing, he stands there with confidence, and like you can tell, he's thinking in his head, "I just fucking rock this place with a good fucking song." You know, it's just I, I'm just I'm just so impressed. I'm so proud right now, and this is the very first single on the new album, so I can't even imagine what the rest of this album. You know, it gives me really good hope that this album is going to be just incredible. You know. Oh, I, 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 I believe that 100%, especially after the way, you know, Phil was talking about this record. Yeah. Um, you know, when for me, like, I think the, the albums that always turn out the best are the albums where, you know, the band is together making the record in the yep. same room. Exactly. Uh, that's why, you know, This House Is Not For Sale was so good because it was just them working out the songs. They all worked out the songs together. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I'm, I'm very... very so yeah, I'm very excited about this record. Me too. Was there anything else that you wanted to say before I concluded? You know, um, at all. Yeah, that's yeah. I think we left it all on the field. Um, you know, yeah. Bon Jovi 40th anniversary. This is going to be legendary. Good way to end it. Thanks, buddy, for hopping on at two in the morning. To well, actually, it's oh my god, I'm so tired I can't even tell the time. <laughs> me too. Me too. I was literally getting ready to go to sleep, and then you texted me. I, I, I just, I, because I knew I had to unleash this excitement somehow. I just, and I'm glad you called me. I almost woke up my wife just to make her listen to the song, but then she would have been mad at me, and that would have been a whole. So I was like, I'll just bother Kevin. So, <laughs> well, you picked the right guy. Yeah. All right, but let me pick the right person. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Sure.